Episode 221 Above Ground Podcast. Living on a Prayer. Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the peer perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Hey, what is up everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. No, you cannot. The only thing you can do is serve the worms. Serve and the worms. And you can only do that for a short amount of time. Well, I don't know how long it takes to decompose. I don't know. Let's not do that. I know. It's not really right. And I, I'm i sorry. I got a little off color there. It is the wrong time of month to say suicide that. Awareness suicide awareness month. and prevention. That's right. It is that time of month again, people, and this is our fourth year doing this. We yeah. dedicate the whole entire month of September to suicide awareness and and um, going through our show ideas. Uh, Timmy had something in our notes that I found to be very interesting at at this point, and I think it's kind of an apt thing to bring up is that what happens if in life you get to the point of it's not that you necessarily want to die, but you don't want to go on living either. And what is that? Is it is it is that depression? Is it melancholy? Is it boredom? Or is it or does it become a legitimate like crisis point at some point? At some point. And does it get that far? And what happens in between there? I think if Jeez, I don't. This is tough. I, I would like to say that we can try and not let it get that far, but, um, as you know, as we know that, you know, once you've reached that point, once you've gone above baseline, it's it's hard to to be mindful of these things. It's hard to kind of. Look for that pause. It's hard to think logically. It's hard to say to yourself, hey, I need help, but what do I do? Like, do I ask somebody? And Or even maybe you're arguing yourself, like, I'm okay. I'm fine. Even though you know deep down you're not. Because we don't have these conversations, you know? And And people sometimes don't know how to start them. You know, but it, it could be as easy as just saying, hey, um, if you have a friend or family member, reach out and say, hey, I'm I'm not doing okay today. You might not be at that point where you're like, hey, um, I'm putting a plan together or, or I, I want to end my life. But right now I'm having maybe some some passive thoughts, you know, or you're having... Sometimes I, I, I think we, we kind of, instead of staying in the moment, we think of the future and we're like, the, the pain that I'm in right now, I'm hurting so bad and it's not going to stop. Like my life's never going to get better, right? It's that kind of black and white thinking. We're ne- it's never going to get better. This is it. This is my life. So it's almost like 
we back ourselves into a corner and we think that there's really no other choice sometimes. You know? And uh, I don't know. That's a we a couple of weeks ago we covered the wise mind versus the emotional mind, the you know, the 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 reasonable mind yes. or whatever we called yep. it. Yep. And I I'm wondering if because I know we kind of connected that we kind of connected those to self or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I wonder if beyond the emotional mind, there's another mind that flips. Because to me, to be honest with you, I think there's it's there's another layer underneath. I think it goes beyond the emotional mind when you're in that in that type of yeah environment I, inside your head. I wonder what. It would be. I wonder if there is a if there is something. Uh, I don't know the correct term. Like a terminology. Like a category. For it? Well, like a category. If you're in, you know, your nervous system is fight, fl- fight, or freeze. Yeah. Then, you know what I mean. That's that's the state you're in. You're in a hypersensitive kind of, you know. And I don't know if that's a, if that's an extension. Right. Is that a, is could it be a possible extension of the emotional mind, or is it beyond the emotional mind? Right. Because, because to be honest with you. When I was at my point and putting and saying, okay, I know what I'm going to do, or at least I know what I'm going to start planning to right. do, I'm, I'm like, okay, I kind of have the idea, but it, it kind of shook me because I'm like, okay, well, hold on a second. Like, I'm actually getting to this point of like saying, okay, like right. I got to like. And that, th- that, that kind of can, I think is, is, you know, talking about it, but also even in yourself, like going through those and saying like talking about it, you can kind of go, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Well, procrastination was a strong suit in that point because I'm a major procrastinator. I'm, st- <laughs> I still have a hard time with that. Like it's hard because part of that procrastination is depression because I've always been like that. But there's a thing that I, I just had this insight as you were talking, and I've realized this because you mentioned passive thoughts. Mm-hmm. I've recognized now that I've had passive thoughts my whole entire, like, I remember going out on a whale watch with my, or on a boat ride with my dad and remembering thinking about jumping over the side and what would happen. Like, would I survive or would I die? Because hmm. I, and, and I don't know if there was something that I've, because ne- death has never been something that I've been afraid of because I nearly drowned when I was four. Like, I have not forgotten that. The, but to be honest with you, dude, I don't really like I I've lived pretty well. So all this I consider gravy now because <laughs> the truth is, is that I could have been dead a long time right. ago. And I, I would I mean, with your experience, from what I know, I would consider that more of active than than passive as far as your. Do you think that, so? Even at that point? What, I mean, you were putting a plan together. Oh, yeah, that is active. But I'm okay. saying when I was a kid. Oh, no, no. Okay, I'm when sorry. I'm saying when I was a kid, I used to have passive thoughts, even as a teenager, like yeah, yeah, running yeah, your yeah. car into the, running your car yeah. into the tree. Like, because I heard people talk about that over the years as we've discussed these things, and I never put the two and two together with myself. But I've always thought about things like that. I've always it, thought about jumping out a window and wondering, oh, fuck, what would that be like? Yeah, see, I've never thought that, no. Oh. See, I, I've I've thought about that okay. shit a lot over the years. But I never put that, because it wasn't that I was trying to, like, I never thought about it. 
I never thought about it as a, as a passive suicidal ideation because I had no intent. And I think that that's when it becomes different is that when you have the intent, it's more than ideation at that point. So, yeah. But is that, that's gotta be beyond, there's gotta be another realm because the emotional mind, even my emotional mind at that point, I don't know what you were like when you pulled over onto the side of the road, but my emotional mind at the point that I was at was questioning, okay, I'm saying that my own kid is going to be better off without me at a year and a half because she won't have to know who I am. Right. Mm. So is that, is that my, but my emotional mind was also saying how bad is that that i'm thinking that because i still had a little bit of judging your own i was judging my own (laughs) thoughts i don't mean to laugh but it's just but it's true like you do this and it's we don't even think about when we do it until the insight comes but but during because again unless you're willing to be open about how you are really feeling a lot of people can't handle that because if they've lost somebody, they don't want to necessarily sure. always know. But I'm going to tell you this. It, it's like, I think there's a point where you reach that there's no turning back. And it's sometimes, yeah, it's sometimes it's intentional, man, because I'm going to say this. If I really had wanted to die, I would not be here. Right. I would have made that decision. I know myself enough that when I really am stuck on a decision, I'm sticking with it. And I have given myself that grace to know that I'm, I am at least honest with myself about that. And the truth is, is if I really wanted to go, I would have went and nobody would stop me. And it would have been no one's fault because that was my choice. choice. And it would have been my choice and it would not, I don't know if it would have been, like what mindset you would be in, but there was a point where life just gets to the point where it's just I, too goddamn much to get up again, man. I know. I know. I, that's like when you said, like I pulled like what well, for me, like that was more, that was like my, the, the whole Vegas incident, like that pulling over. Cause I was driving and I think a combination of like what, what was going on and ruminating and I just felt that my body, I felt like I was going to pass out. So I, oh. that's why I pulled over. Okay. And then I'm just laying there going like, I could just like run out into the highway because the highway's right there. I was on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but I, I made a phone call and then like my, my brother and a uh, friend came and they like took my car and then drove me. And then for a bit, I was at my house in my bed and. Like, I remember, I didn't know why, but now I think I know, is I was, like, like freezing, like, shaking, right? Like, uncontrollable. You couldn't fucking stop. But I think I know now it's because of, like, uh, the adrenaline that was going on through my body. Like, sure, you were trying to release it. Yeah. You're, you have to release the energy. Yeah. The energy gets released. That's why physical activity right. for people... Is very important. Like you get out and take a walk, it clears your head. It helps you think. It helps you straighten out. You're right. That's not going to straighten that out all the time. No, because there's think, a certain point where these things those, do not work anymore. I think in, in in those situations, like I was fortunate enough to actually have a couple of people there, you know, and I didn't. I don't, at that time though, I didn't realize. Like I called just because I was like I was more focused. Like I'm going to pass out. I can't drive home. 
So you know what I mean? So okay, so you were more on the physical part of it. Yeah, you weren't even thinking really, about the 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 emotional part. I of it. was, but it wasn't really a thing until the next morning because I it was it was a it was a night that I did not have my son. Um, but at the time, I don't know who somebody called my ex, and she brought my son with her to come and visit. So I laid in bed with him for a little while. That kind of helped. And th- but but they left to try and like, oh, you can get some sleep. But I didn't sleep that night. I stayed up all night, and then in the morning, I started to get, like li- like kind of like what you said. Like I literally was like, okay, this is what medication and stuff I have in the house. Can I overdose on it? Like, let me look it up. I'll Google the shit. <laughs> and then well, I started that, to go, wait a minute, dude. Like, what are you doing? Well, that that's... But again, that and that's great that you did. Because right. that's like... And that's the point that is hard because, unfortunately, there is a point of no return. Yeah. Like, there, there truthfully yeah. is. I Because I find like it hard to said, believe that there isn't. I, like you said, I... In that moment, I thought... People were going to be better off without me. Right. Like, that's why people are like, you know, suicide is selfish. Like, dude, if somebody's in that fucking state of mind and you tell them that they're being selfish, like, it drives me insane. I know, but, but it to drives that person, me insane. To that person, because though, and understand. I have understood, I, I finally know. come to understand that a little bit. Because I, I, cause I, that used to infuriate me, too, because... As the person who wants to end their life, it's like fuck you, dude. Right? I'm not being because selfish you, because I'm trying to put me out of everybody's misery. Right? You're trying you in your head. Right? You're like I'm doing something beneficial and positive because these people don't want me. Now, do you think sometimes it's because people? And I hate to say this, but obviously, some people could look at people like us as very self-absorbed in our own bullshit. Like maybe I don't look at it in any way except for, and I just thought about you, this because people I'm just don't understand. People are no, they don't. They don't they understand, understand what wanting to hurt yourself really is it's like. like. Well, I don't. But like, I'm not going to you know, uh, you know, tattoo the top of my head or anything like that. That's just me. But I'm not going to like put you down or look down on you for doing it. I may get curious and go, hey, why? What? Why would somebody want to do that? It seems like a lot of pain or wh- whatever it is. Like you know, but. I've come to the realization in probably in the past like month or two, maybe even just month, that <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that like instead of going that easy, going to grab the judgment, because it's easy, it's right there. Like I'm gonna just do that because that's in, for me that was like a pattern. Like I'm gonna judge myself. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna stop that hand and take my left hand, and I'm gonna reach for curiosity. That's that's a good because change. Because now I can say, hey, you know what? Well, like, I'm just curious, dude. I, I'm not mad. I'm not, like, I'm not anything. I'm just curious why you would do it. I don't understand it, but that doesn't mean that it's, you know what I mean? Right, it's, it's neutral. Just, right, just, right. Neutral is a good neutral. word. It's neutral. It's neutral. So, you know, to be curious, I think, can also help create that pause that we talk about. You know, if yes. I can stop for a second, if I can stop and say, it, let me get curious here and go, why? Like, maybe... Like, why is this person, why does Will think I'm this way? Instead of going, well, screw you, Will, you think I'm this way, you go, oh, wait a minute, but why? Like, did I do something? Maybe I, it was an accident. Maybe I said something without intention of hurting, but I didn't realize that it bothered you or something along those lines. And that could open up the, the conversation. <laughs> that could open up some communication. 
you know, widen that road and go, all right. I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. I don't know if communication sometimes is available at that point. Because it, it, reaching out for help, as we know, is hard enough. Yeah. But I got to tell you, when you come to the point of that, I I don't know if... I don't know if 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 you're gonna have the power to reach out. I, I maybe those questions do stop that because that's what you hope. Right. Like all of a sudden like you're like you say, all just, of a sudden you just get a you know you're like whoa what the fuck. Am but I like doing? you have said before, it's like just asking somebody, hey, are you are you going to hurt yourself? That alone can can stop the process. Is, and, and hey, you know what? If, if you if know, you have another ten minutes with somebody to try and talk. That's an extra 10 minutes. That 10 minutes could turn into 20 minutes. But you have to be with that person. You're right. And that's the difference because this is what we're finding out. Isolation is what kills everybody. Oh, yeah. Because that's because it's the connection that we need. So the isolation is really... Isolation can foster desperation. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's and It's true. Yeah. And it's true because... And when you're desperate, you do desperate things. And it go. I do think it goes past the emotional mind because there is a point where yeah. there's. I mean, maybe it is called psychosis. Maybe that's what that is. Like maybe that's a proper. Maybe it's maybe like that's touching that. Like maybe it is touching that realm. It's touching that realm of hmm. psychotic break in a way, because truthfully, if to me, like I, you know, again, I've said this. I should have gone inpatient after. I chose, I thought I was much better staying at home. The truth is I wasn't. But you didn't know. Like, but I didn't know at the time. To be honest oh. with you, if if it wasn't for my therapist, I would not have gone. Because I remember, I remember it clear as day. My memory sucks, okay? And I remember sitting down and saying to her, like, I'm not okay. This is not good. I will do anything right now. Because I can't, if I can't do anything to like better it, I'm I'm out. Like peace out, see you later. Because I can't do that. This is not sustainable for me, basically. Right. It's and she said, and she did. She said anything like a question. And I said yeah, anything. And then she grabbed the phone and the book. She's like, okay, you're going to Four Winds. And I just well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, wait a minute, that's like group stuff. I have to talk in front of people. She said, yep, you said anything. So she kind of. You know what I mean? Thankfully, thankfully that she kind of was yeah. that heavy hand because otherwise I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be here, but I, I mean, it would have prolonged it longer. I don't know if I would have been just continued to be miserable. I don't know. I have no idea what, but it, it was life changing learning that stuff and just knowing that that stuff is out there. I guess I kind of want to go back to what you were saying because that. Like you were saying, like it's an option. You said that before. Like it's not yeah, it's an, an option, option, man. It's not an it option becomes. until it becomes an option. But at the same time, there is other options out there. There Absolutely. is things that can help. There is people that can help. And I didn't at the time. I didn't know that. I'm like, like wow, you can like learn skills. Like I, that was that was. I don't know. It sounds silly, but I had no idea that was like out of anything that I've ever heard of. Like I can learn things to like like cope with things <laughs> like it was just i just i maybe it's the black and white thinking i assumed my yeah. life sucks these were the cards i was given that is black Deal and white thinking it. that's black and white thinking and but we but we're all guilty of it oh yeah no and, I, yeah. and, and that's the thing it's like yep. but 
Yeah, that's how it went down for me. I mean, that's black and white, you know? And I think having that black and white thinking also breeds more of of that, but it also breeds more of the, the, it like opens the door for the depression and other shit to come in. Well, it does, because the black and white thinking means that, like, there's no other alternatives. Right. And that, I think, is the ultimate black and white thinking. It's never going to get better. It's only going to be bad, and this is it. I got to check out. And I was at that point. Right. I was at that point. Like, I, I was staring at myself in the mirror looking at a mountain that I think I thought I would never get out of. I was, you know, and the truth is, dude, I was looking at, like, I was if if they had been able to do what they could have tried to do, and they could have gotten, like, and I had done something really stupid, dude, I'd be in fucking prison right now for nothing. Like, yeah. I didn't, I mean, yes, okay, I, they said I wasn't supposed to drive, and I drove, but that's what kept me alive. Right. Going to the, li- the library, I've said this, going to the library saved my life. And that was the thing. I was searching for a lifeline the whole time. I was struggling. But I but every lifeline wasn't answering what I needed. And that's a, and that's, I kept getting fed evidence that I was better off know, checking out like you just, said this. I know cuz we talked was just about say. this. That's it's a, and that's a that's a tough spot. So you I don't have any answers for that. I don't know if there is any answers for that. There isn't any answers I for that. I think for me it's trying to be proactive. It's trying to to catch these things before you get to that that point, right? It's it's driving it's checking the brakes before you get in the car. You know what I mean? Cuz you drive close to that cliff and those brakes don't work. You, there's no now you don't have a choice. Now you're going. We've talked about this though. There was a point in my life where I screamed in a in a microphone that I wanted, I'd kill myself right, right, tonight, right. right, in my 20s, right? As I said, I would never do that. Mother's had two attempts. Like, that's not me. And, like, so I had a completely different view of this. So some of that changed, though. Like, that's the problem nowadays is we can find evidence to support anything <laughs> yeah. now. It's and you've got a voice and you've got a voice for it. Somewhere out in the in the bowels of somebody's asshole, there's somebody speaking to what you want. Okay. Right. Yeah, you just gotta find it and it'll feed and your agenda. It'll and... feed your head. And guess what? It's not all good. If you haven't figured that out. <laughs> no, it'll feed the gremlins. And it will feed the gremlins and it will feed depression. Mm-hmm. And it, it will. It it does feed the depression. And if you are geared toward that, it's hard to recognize, especially if it's something that you are familiar with. Right. Because depression isn't something that just all of a sudden, clinical depression doesn't just come on. Depression comes on. Okay, depression comes on. You may go through a a, a, tra- a traumatic event, a loss, grief. Grief may lead to depression. But depression, when it needs to be diagnosed as a clinical thing, is a deeper thing, which is why it's very convoluted as far as symptom clusters and how more, long it goes on. Yeah, it's more compulsive. And... It's more compulsive. It's more time-oriented and yes. how long you've been in those. Now, if you've been in it for a number of years and hadn't recognized it, then you're already working with bad patterns. So those bad <laughs> patterns are ingrained so bad that, which is crazy that I made the flip so much to the opposite end of 
never wanting to do it to putting a plan together to do it. Like there's like, that's a big in between. Right. Like those are poles. Like everything is poles. <laughs> the poles. That's yeah. No, that's that's polar polar opposites. Right. Really. You know, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I mean by poles. So no, it's I like, know. how do you? So what? So what does it? Like again, it's it wasn't just the events. It was the way I viewed myself. Okay, I've I've lived with this nagging unworthiness for years mm. that culminated in this fact that the evidence was there because I could prove it to myself. Look, you know, I can't even, I can't, I can't keep a career that I fucking gave up everything to go do. And and the more and you it, tell yourself that. Right. And the more you tell yourself, the it's the stories okay. you tell. Right? right. And you're right. And it will feed you whatever you want it to feed right. you. And so, in that case, so that's why I'm saying, so on the other end of the coin, there are options. There are some other choices because if you feed the brain something different, you know, if if it works, if you feed the brain negative thoughts and you start thinking negatively, okay, that's how it w works. But if that's how it works, then it also works on the reverse. If you start feeding it positive things, it's going to start, you're going to start having positive outcomes. Yeah, is it that easy? No. But now we know a plan and now we can work towards that plan. And I've said this before, it's... Again, it's our thoughts, perspectives. If you have a solid foundation of self-love, there's nothing in this world that you can't do. There's nothing that's going to, that you can't overcome. I believe that wholeheartedly. If you are a solid, like, unconditional self-love, which I probably shouldn't even speak on because it's kind of not my thing, but, but if you have that, like, forget it. Forget it because you're going to talk to yourself in a way like you would talk to somebody you love and you care for. At, if you look at the state of the world right now, most people don't have any self-love. They think they do. Oh, yeah. They, they think, think they, they do. do through power and aggression, but they don't. Well, not even through power and aggression, but they think they do if they, you know, the more clothing they take off and the more likes they get, well, now I have power. Well, that's, well that's all power. It's all like that's, and that's what we've, like, we've succumbed yeah. to it, man. And it's, it's. Well, when you're at, again, when you're, when you're in survival mode, when you're at these low, when you're in depression. You're susceptible to you're more a susceptible lot of things, things, man. When you are in depression, depression has you by the grip and it robs you of everything you need to get out of it. It robs all the light out of everything. It yeah. makes everything black or at least fairly black. Shades of black. Jeez. It goes from shades of gray to shades of black. When, yeah. I when mean, you have in... to you 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 have to fight. You. I mean, healing is is an active thing. You have to fight. You have to you have to reach out. You have to do something. One thing. Ask for help for a stranger if you have to. You know, drive yourself somewhere where this stuff is discussed and tell them I'm not okay. I need something. Call nine eight eight. Yeah, nine eight eight. Text nine eight eight. Text nine eight eight. You can do. You can call it or text it. It goes to the same thing. Or you can still use the old phone number, the one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. That still works too. They have not disconnected that, as far as I know, and they I, they don't have any plan to. I don't think. Hmm. 
Well, that's good. Just I mean, because so, so many people know that fucking song, know that song, and know that. Know that, that. Well, well it was song? yeah. There was um, it was Logic. I forget. I don't want to say who it was because I don't remember. It was somebody that came out with that. Oh, I didn't a couple know that. of years ago. Yeah, like some R and B guy or whatever huh. rap guy. It's a good um, idea. I yeah, guess. it was a good idea. It's always. I think that's for me. It's an easier way to remember things when you hear it like sung or sure, man. You can put it in like that, like a rhyme or whatever it is. It's then you can repeat it and and. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, ninety-eight probably would be your best bet. But I mean, if you do have someone that you can talk to, here's the thing. I know it's hard. It's hard to say I'm feeling like hurting myself. It's it's a, it. Some people might feel embarrassed, shameful. They might, you know, they might be like, "Oh shit, man." We don't know what happens if somebody finds out. Look, I the the chances of it being negative. On people finding out, uh, far, far don't matter when it comes to your life and you being here, because you are important. And if you haven't heard that, well, then you just heard it from me, because that is just life, man. I've found out, I've from what I've in my life, what I've found is when I do, if I come out and talk about these things, you'd be surprised because a lot of other people feel and think these things yeah we make the uncomfortable things a little bit more comfortable yeah i mean and that's what we try and do here we try to 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 open up these conversations and maybe if you hear will talking about his uh experience maybe you can identify and relate with something and go hey you know what he he went through that i went through the same thing and it just kind of i don't know i feel like it's it's a it's kind of like some air beneath your wings a little bit, you know? Kind of, kind of, I don't know, is that hope? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't, I, I've kind of lost my definition of hope, to tell you the truth, because hmm. I don't, because the thing is, is that I'm, I'm just, I, like, my head's in a different mode right now, and I'm, like, still trying to, that's all right. I'm I, still I just, trying to make, make definitions out of things now, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it's hope. I, I, maybe it's desperation. You know, because desperation will because desperation think... can breed good things too, just like it can breed bad things. Okay, that's because fair. if because again, if you're desperate enough, but you're in your right mind, right? Not the and maybe not the emotional mind. Even the emotional mind yeah, might, the be emotional than, mind might be better than might be better than the you far have, reaches. You can use your emotional mind. If you have a goal, if you have something in sight, yes, then your emotional mind, like, yeah, you may do some dysfunctional things along the way, but... <laughs> it's a lot of dysfunctional but things. But if you get your goal, like you said, though, hey, you know what? I mean, look, if you get that goal, if you reach that, then it, it could be a helpful thing. I think, I think desperation is part of that you know, what we originally set out to kind of talk about is what do you do when you reach the point you don't want to die, but you don't want to go on living either. I think that's that's kind of, in my opinion, that's kind of desperation. Like, you're at that point of desperation, and you're like, you're thinking of those choices. Like, Yeah, if you're legitimately thinking of those choices, superficially, superficially, okay, at the, at the basis of where life has kind of kicked you down a little bit and you're like kind of tired and you're like, damn, man, this is like, 
is this really worth it anymore? Like that, that point is kind of, okay, you know, you may have something to ponder there because that may come back at some right. point, but I don't know if there's anything to be worried about there. When you get to the next level though, that, that far level, that's a whole other spectrum. I would still, I maybe don't worry or whatever, but I would, I would you definitely want to pay attention to it. You definitely want to be mindful of it and and not ignore it, accept it and, and acknowledge it, I guess would be a better word. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge and, it. And say, this is here. Like, you know what? I'm going to kind of put this in my back pocket and see if it rears its ugly head again. If it does a few times, then maybe that's a sign like, hey, you know, because again, when you're in death, you know, in these throes of, of depression, you know, anxiety could be lying to you and then depression could make you feel like, you know, bl- with, with blinders on. You don't, you don't, you don't see these things, you know? No, depression lies, dude. Depression lies like a fucking, like the best fucking salesman there is. <sighs> That's lies. Oh, it's lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> lies. Yeah. True li- Like, true, you think they're true lies too, man. Because yeah. well, like you, you believe them. Well, like you said, some of them you put in, in you implanted them <laughs> I think most ago. of them, you, I think a lot of them you've implanted. Yeah. Because it, again, I think do, it does come down to the stories we tell ourselves. Right. And again, for survivors out there, it's the stories we tell ourselves about our lost loved ones too that can make a lot of the difference, man. And And don't shame your loved one if you're at that point. I know it's hard to feel that somebody's not selfish sometimes in these situations, but it's really not out of selfishness. It's out of desperation. And that was their last desperate move. And it's it's sad. It is sad. There's no there's no mistake about that, but um, it's funny because what you just said kind of goes back to what I I wrote a while ago. The story that you tell yourself will affect the direction of every future move you make. TPP. I mean, that's, that's right. It's, it's true. It's about the story. It, it affects you know? the whole chessboard, man. It does. And but you know, because it does, it makes you do things differently. Absolutely. Again, like me not listening at eighteen about going to school then, and saying it's okay. You're young. You don't have to do everything right now. I didn't feel that way. I felt like there was something chasing me. And it was me. It was life. It was depression. And I didn't know it. I didn't recognize it. Oh, yeah. I mean, how you know what I mean? And it was depression. It's still depression. It's always going to be depression because that depression is always there. Do you think Do you think depression dresses up differently each yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can. It shows kind of up likes like to, that, it likes to, it likes shows to up like that creepy costumes. old guy from uh, Poltergeist. It can, three. sure. It sure can. It can show up looking like, you know, Santa Claus. All it right. can show up looking like the Easter Bunny. Like Sully. Sure. Whatever. Hmm. It can show up looking however you want. It can be it, because it can be a shapeshifter. It's more of a shapeshifter, I think. Depression is a shapeshifter based on, because it's going to attack you at your most vulnerable points that matter the most. In my opinion. Ooh, say that again? I don't know if I can. I think depression <laughs> is going to hit your at your lowest points when it hurts you when it when it knows it can hurt you the most. It's gonna get your most vulnerable spots and it's gonna get you at the moment you're the weakest. Because that's what it does, just like it. That's why Keeps when it would come and... into the dreams, it's the fear. It's that fear, and it's it's fear, but I will tell you this. I don't know if you have any fear 
at the point of ending your life. Because that, to me, I mean, there's no deeper resignation than that. And I, I will be honest with you, man, to say those words, to feel the way I feel, to know what we know, and have experienced all the loss and everything, it's, it's sad and it's bittersweet. And unfortunately, it's a part of life that we may not want to accept. We may not want to experience. But in this 2023 year of September, there's no way that you don't know two degrees of someone that has experienced something like this at this point, man. Because there's a lot of things out there that go marked as death that really were suicides because a lot of substance abuse overdoses go reported as overdoses, but they were really suicide attempts. And, yeah. and you know, we talked to Rob recently. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about the 22 a day soldiers that we lose not to mention everyone else in the world that... yeah i mean i don't i don't keep up on the statistics but i remember reading at one point this is like you know throughout the world worldly um data is uh like every like 12 seconds or something yeah, like i think that. it's 11 11 i think seconds. it's 11 seconds every 11 seconds someone dies by suicide that's that that's the statistic it broken down and i th that hasn't changed Hmm. That hadn't changed the last time they updated the statistics. And I haven't looked at the new AFSP statistics for this year. So I don't know if... I think they would still be last year. I don't know if they come out yet or not. I don't know. I do want to just real quick put this episode out to our brother, Patrick Brearden. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to, I'd like to also say... Um, I'd like to remember Adam, Joey... And my chorus friend from high school. Who do you need to remember? Until next week. Get well. Be safe. Stay above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.